We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Uh, joining me now, Chris Friedman of the Sacramento Bee, as he does every... I don't know why I say joining me, like like this is not a show that we both hang. That's annoying. That's annoying. I hate that. <laughs> I, I just noticed that I say that, and I don't like it. I'm going to change that wording in in the intro but i'm kyle he's chris we're the host of candlestick chronicles a 49ers <laughs> podcast on the blue wire podcast network uh i heard about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the usa today sports media group and chris uh, writes for the sacramento beat so we're sponsored by lamb chops sglambchops.com is the website they're our favorite clothing brand also uh now my dad's favorite clothing brand apparently he came over for new year's day did a little dinner Came over in his lamb chop sweats. Oh, we love that for to, him. Pulled up to the crib in lamb chop sweats, and he's like, "Dude, these are so comfortable." Because like, look on the other side, they got the they got the ash gray. They got them on sale. I gotta get them. Like, All right, man. <laughs> a little a little bit of uh, extra breathing room for for those bigger meals, right? Yeah. Obviously, you have the the zippered pockets to keep everything secure uh, that that you need, and <laughs> and of course, you look dope. Like, why wouldn't why wouldn't your dad be wearing those to to a dinner party? It's exactly what I said. He pulled up. I was like, damn, dad, you look dope. He was wearing the new fall and winter collection sweats. They're like yeah. a dark, like a dark gray, a very, very dark gray, like a charcoal. How do you, I wouldn't even call it a charcoal gray. It's dark, dark, kind of a dark gray with the, uh, the lamb chops, uh, word mark on the, on the left eye. Really, really cool looking. And you should get a pair and you can do that at sglambchops.com. If you pro, use promo code candlestick 20, you can get 20% off your order today. Uh, we love our friends at Lamb Chops. We appreciate their sponsorship. And we will continue rocking Lamb Chops uh, from now until the end of our days. I am going on another road trip next week. We'll be stopping through the great city of Detroit, uh, Charlotte, and Philadelphia. And you can bet all three cities will see some Lamb Chops gear in some Very capacity. Right. So it's not even just because they sponsor. It's like they are legitimately in the wardrobe, in the rotation. Uh, so shout out to our shout out to our homies at Lamb Chops. We love them. SGLambchops.com, promo code Candlestick20 for 20% off your order today. Join the herd. We're also sponsored by Cooperage Brewing, home of the Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA, 
but also home to many delicious beers. You can get them at the brewery, which is a great spot up in Santa Rosa. I cannot recommend it enough. It is one of my favorite breweries to hang out at. And then you can order beer online. Maybe you're like, Kyle, I live in Southern California. You know what? I live down in the South Bay. Santa Rosa Rosa is kind of a mission. One, take a little staycation to Santa Rosa. It's a good spot. Two, you can order it online. Go to cooperagebrewing.com as long as you're 21 and over and in the state of California. Cooperage will ship a case of beer to you. You can mix and match if you want to try several. You can get 24 cans of Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA if you want, or 24 cans of whatever other beer uh, you like. My recommendation, if you've not had Cooperage before, get a mix and match case. And then once you find the ones you like, just get cases of those beers when you find your favorites. That's what I would do. They've had Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA all season for the first time. It's just been one continuous run. It's been in such high demand, which we really appreciate. You can get really any type of beer that you want. Uh, They have Sparkle Pants, Watermelon and Mint, Hard Seltzer four packs that you can get if Hard Seltzers are are your jam. Um, They have Pilsners, Dala Dala Pils, y'all. Of course, a local favorite. Kurt Reynolds Pale Ale is back. If you know, you know. Um, Tommy Pastrami Hazy IPA Sound is Vibration A Hazy IPA They have Granddaddy Terp Which is a West Coast Double Dry Hopped Double IPA Mm. Uh, Mm. A little more premium in price And it sounds like a a little bit more of a premium selection The can looks amazing If you go to Cooperage's website Cooperagebrewing.com So um, whether you're an IPA person Or a lager person Or a Pilsner person Or even a wheat beer person Or a seltzer person they have a little bit of everything for you. So check out our, our good buddies at Cooperage. We love Cooperage. Visit cooperagebrewing.com today. All right. The 49ers are facing the Rams in a week 18 game that might as well be a preseason game. We're going to talk about why. And then we're going to talk about Kyle Shannon's philosophy on rest versus rust. And we're also going to talk about the Rams. Uh, maybe hosing themselves by resting on Sunday. Let's talk about it. Blue wire. Hey, this is George Kittle and you're listening to candlestick Chronicles. Hey, I thought it made a lot of sense at first when I found out that the Rams were going to rest guys. And it doesn't surprise me because Sean McVay is one of the coaches that nobody plays during the preseason. Like if you're going to make the team, you're just not going to play <laughs> during during the preseason. But so it was, I wasn't that surprised when I when I saw that they were going to to rest players because it's kind of what I expected. But I also thought they had the sixth seed locked up. But it turns out the Rams do not. And the difference between the six and seven seed, if the Cowboys win against Washington and if the Lions win against the Vikings, whoever the Lions play, I think it's the Vikings. The Cowboys will be the two seed. And if the Rams lose and the Packers win, the Rams will be going to Dallas instead of Detroit in the first week of wild or the uh the first the the first week of the playoffs on wild card weekend 
I would rather I would be trying to win this game if I was if I was the Rams. Yeah, I I don't entirely disagree, but I, I think in in Sean McVay's mind, he's thinking that no matter what, his team has to be healthy. Like he needs his guys to be healthy, and I sort of appreciate the big picture idea of like, look, if we're gonna try to win the Super Bowl, there's no easy route. So like we need to we need to beat everybody we play regardless. So we, we might as well just have our guys healthy and, and ensure they're healthy by not playing them in week 18. So yeah, basically you know, I get giving it. themselves a buy. Yeah, more or less um, for, for at least some of their, some of their stars. Right. Mm-hmm. But like Puka Nakua is going to play. Um, and maybe that's something where he just, you know, gets 29 yards and gets the rookie, the rookie receiving record. And then they shut him down for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, like, if Sean McVay thinks that there isn't a whole lot of difference between the Lions and Cowboys, I think I tend to agree with them. <laughs> yeah, right? I guess I guess if you get it, it's it's either play against the super unpredictable Dan Campbell where you have to prepare for like literally everything in all situations. They might fake punt on a fourth and 50 from their own one. <laughs> <laughs> like you just have to prepare for everything or you have to prepare for Mike McCarthy who Sean McVay is going to coach circles around. Yeah. Maybe losing is right. Okay. I, I changed my, you know what? I've changed my, I've changed my mind. Losing is the right move for the Rams. <laughs> if they do indeed lose. Yeah. So the Rams have clinched a playoff spot, but they haven't clinched the sixth seed. They could very well be the seventh seed if they lose to the Niners. But again, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I think if we really wanted to dive in the weeds of the Rams thinking we could, but, uh, I, I think Kyle Shanahan said a bunch of interesting things today at his press conference because at, uh, and we're recording this Wednesday afternoon. Um, you know, he, this is like one of those weeks that the game isn't super important, but I think this is one of the most important weeks of the season in terms of how Kyle Shanahan handles it. And I think he alluded to it a lot in his press conference today. And this is all about the rest versus rust conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Because given the 49ers injury context and, and the fact that so many of their guys are dealing with injuries, they have they they more or less have to play like they can't it, they can't treat this like week three of the preseason. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they they are treating this like, you know, like Brock Purdy's not going to play. Kyle Shanahan announced that. And he's the only quote unquote healthy scratch as of right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he would love to have Trent Williams not play, but Jalen Moore is still in the concussion protocol. And is right. it, you know, it, it Jalen Moore, it sounds like is trending towards being able to play. And if he's able to play, then you probably feel fine about him being, being at left tackle. But, yes. you know, do you feel okay about playing a third string quarterback or sorry, a third string left tackle, even with your backup quarterback in there? Because look, frankly, like there's, it's there's not a non-zero chance that Sam Darnold has to play in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. do you want to risk playing, you know, some practice squad left tackle out there protecting his blind side against the Rams against right. somebody who might be competing for, you know, his NFL livelihood um, and trying to put some good tape together. Right. So what, what Shanahan alluded to a lot today was just the fact that there can be a domino effect when you rest too many guys. And one of the things he was very staunchly saying was that, you know, two weeks off isn't good for anybody. Like the 49ers are basically like Shanahan is splitting first team reps between Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold today 
or the, right. throughout this week, even though Purdy's not going to play, because there's a level of sharpness that he wants his guys to have, even though Sunday is going to look more like a preseason game than any other regular season game they played this year. But mm-hmm. when Shanahan was talking about the domino effect of, well, if we rest this guy and then these guys get hurt and these guys are straining, it's like you still need, you know, you you still need basically 47 guys to win in the playoffs. Like it's not just right. you can't just rely on your stars and then, you know, just have some scrubs in, in other spots like, you know, you got John Feliciano dealing with a back injury. Right. You've had Spencer Burford banged up for a long time. Um, Aaron Banks is, has been hurt for a while. So if you just like rest all of your guys, then, you know, you're, you're potentially putting these other guys, these second, third tier guys on your roster in the line of fire. And if they get hurt and if they're overworked and they get strained, then all of a sudden you're overall, like you might have your top guys healthy, but mm-hmm. your overall roster might be a little bit worse off. Right. Um, if you do end up resting some guys in this week 18 game, So what Shanahan was alluding to and even joked about it to the reporters, he was like, I could go through position by position and explain it to you, but it's not going to do you any good because we don't even know like who's going to come out of the game healthier. Who's, you know, like they, they they have to, they're going to have to deal with injuries during the game potentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that happens and that changes plans and the best laid plans can change, um, you know, for, for during a game on Sunday. So it's not a, it the, the the point I'm trying to make here is that Kyle Shanahan was saying it is not as simple as just okay just rest all of your stars and basically have two weeks off going into right. the first playoff game two weeks from now or three weeks from now. It's we got to maintain our edge and maintain our sharpness while also making sure the guys who need rest get the rest they need while also making sure we field a team on Sunday <laughs> that doesn't put anybody else in position to get hurt. Right. And it's kind of a tricky it's kind of a tricky thing, just given that like the 49ers are dealing with a slew of injuries and there's only so many guys that they can rest without having to like cut a bunch of guys. Right. So, yeah, uh, it's it's not an easy spot, I would say if they were if they were fully healthy, I mean, as as healthy as a NFL team can be by January 3rd, if they were fully healthy, I think maybe the calculus is a little bit different. Yeah, totally. But. But like you said, they're, Christian McCaffrey's already out. He's not resting. He is dealing with a calf injury. Eric Armstead is dealing with knee and foot injuries. Ross Dwelly, Jair Brown, already haven't been ruled out, but it sounds like they're going to be out again this week. Tayshawn Gibson kn- has a quad injury. Tayshawn Gibson, already already dealing with it. So the Niners might need two safeties just to get just to feel the defense. You know, yeah. so, I, I mean, it, it's it's... I understand the idea of, hey, sit everybody. Debo Samuel, sit out. Brandon Ayuk, sit out. George Kittle, sit out. Kyle Juszczyk, you're going to sit out. I understand the the logic behind it, for sure, because you'd rather everybody be healthy and you'd rather lose by 80 than than deal with a major injury, but you can't – you have to have a team, and there are special teams, and there are players who need reps and just – I think what what we're going to wind up seeing. I was just going to kind of repeat everything you said, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, I think I think what we wind up seeing here is so I think so so we know Brock Purdy is out. My I would be very surprised if Trent Williams plays. Yes, because he's he d- Trent Williams' sharpness is not I think going to be hindered by extra time off. 
He's already dealing with a groin injury. Yes, he played last week, but I, I don't think the Niners want to push that any further than they need to. And then the other one is Javon Hargrave, who had the hamstring injury. He played Monday night against the Ravens. He played last week against Washington. I wouldn't be surprised if they sit him out. But I think if if he does play, if George Kittle, Debo Samuel, guys like that, I think it is one of those they play the first half and then maybe come out for the second half. Yeah. And that way they're getting their week of practice in. They're getting some in-game reps. They're not, I don't think we see anything crazy from either team. It's probably going to be super vanilla game plan-wise. Um, and Shanahan's certainly not going to do stuff like uh, handoffs to Debo Samuel up the middle on third and one. You know, I don't think we see anything, right. anything like that. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, the Rams are in a different position with sitting Cooper cup and Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford and Kyron Williams. Cause they don't have next week off the 49ers are trying right. to navigate what is ostensibly two weeks off for them. And I mean, it's there's worse problems to have, but it's definitely not as easy for Kyle Shanahan. It's just like, all right, if you're a starter, you're out this week. Right. Right. Because so many of these like, you know, non-star players are, are dealing with injuries, mm -hmm. you know, Aaron Banks yeah. hurt John Feliciano back injury. He showed up on, on the injury report today. Yeah. Um, Spencer Burford has been out for a while. Um, Jalen Moore is, has been dealing with a concussion. Jawan Jennings has been out for a while dealing with a concussion. It's not like, Hey, rest Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and just play Juwan Jennings and Ray Ray McLeod because those guys are hurt. And so are you going to, you know, are you, are you going to have a game where you're elevating, you know, you, you have Chris Connolly and Ronnie Bell. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just think it's more difficult than it would seem. And maybe we're mm -hmm. making, maybe we're making too much of it, or maybe the content is just a little bit lean given that the 49ers have, have already wrapped up the one seed and we're going to have to talk about things over the next two weeks before we know who they're playing in the playoffs. But um, yeah, it's it's just an interesting it's an interesting week, um, and maybe we should talk about too like what our thoughts are on on Sam Darnold getting getting the nod yeah. and, and what that could look like. Because hey, real quick, real quick, real quick, since yeah. you mentioned next week in the bye week, uh, lining up a special guest, nailing it down. But I have a special guest lined up. If it's who I think it is, the uh, the longtime listeners will be will be tickled. I it, it is who you think it is, and the <laughs> the the OG Candlecron listeners are are in for a treat. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah I'll be, Sam Sam Darnold starting for the 49ers. Sam Darnold. Um, is there hey. anything? So th this is this is kind of like the cheesy. I mean, no, no offense to sports talk radio. Um, or anyone who who talks on it for a living, but this might be a cheesy sports talk radio take or question. Does your opinion of Brock Purdy change at all if Sam Darnold comes in and throws for three hundred yards and four touchdowns on Sunday? No, because <laughs> no, I don't think so. Just my opinion of Sam, my opinion the the thing that would my opinion of Sam Darnold would change. Okay. Because A, he would probably be doing it with like a half of Debo Samuel and half of Brandon Ayuk, no Trent Williams. Uh, you know, it, it would it would it would be impressive and it would definitely because I was of the mind like 
I wouldn't start Sam Darnold over Trey Lance or Brock Purdy because we have 50 plus games of Sam Darnold as a starter and it's pretty much been a disaster in, in every sense. Um, but if he comes in and lights it up, then then I think a it's it's a good sign, not a good sign, but it just kind of validates Kyle Shanahan. Um, I don't think it invalidates Brock Purdy at all, uh, and it probably makes Sam Darnold a lot of money. Sam Darnold, low key for those interested in such things, is kind of an interesting pending free agent. Yeah, because I don't know that any team would like. Like if he say he came out and played really well, I don't know if there's a team in the league that would decide, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give Sam Darnold the same contract that I don't know Baker Mayfield got from Tampa Bay, which I think was what ten million dollars a year to start. I, yeah, I I don't think Sam Darnold's gonna just go out and get that type of contract and be in that scenario where he's going to start next year. Mm-hmm. But I could see a team like going like a rebuilding team that's absolutely going to draft a quarterback in round one, have Sam be their bridge guy. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm, I'm curious to see like, does he light it up? Like can, can he do anything that would really impact the way he's viewed in, in a meaningless game that like impact the way he's viewed as a free agent next year? Or would it have to be like, Sam Darnold keeps you afloat in a playoff game while, you know, leads a touchdown drive while Brock Purdy's shoulders getting looked at, you know, knock on wood in uh, in a playoff game. Like, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Carson Carson Wentz, by the yeah. way, going yeah, Carson for the Wentz v. Sam Darnold. I I I don't know, man. Here's here's what I think and what you think is is probably a lot different than what the talking heads on various sports media outlets would have to say if Sam Darnold comes out and lights it up. <laughs> like that's 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 the that's the conversation that is going to be really really annoying. The thing that annoys me about that conversation is that we've seen other quarterbacks run Kyle Shanahan's system and some of them have not been good enough to win football games even right. with good defenses. Right. Right. Like, and, and there were people and keep on real quick. There were people before the season predicting the 49ers to win the Super Bowl because Sam Darnold was going to be the starter. I think it was Adam <laughs> shine. I think, I think that's who it was. The CBS sports or NFL.com or wherever he, he, he wrote this pick Sam Darnold to win the MVP. Like, well, that's, <laughs> is that true? Yes. That's yes. amazing. It's like Sam Darnold, MVP dark horse. Like everybody knows he's talented and, and the most talented throw of the football the 49ers have ever had. I mean, that's common <laughs> knowledge. Shouts to Mayoko. <laughs> but I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think it, it changes anything Brock Purdy has done because they're, it, they're just so different. Like Sam Darnold is, uh, they're both good athletes, but Sam Darnold's probably a little bit better athlete. He has a rocket for an arm. Um, the, the difference in his fastball versus Brock Purdy's is like actually stark on TV and it's, it's really funny to see, Mm -hmm. but I think the bigger deal would be like, Oh, Sam, Sam Darnold can actually play if he gets to the right situation. I think that would be the, the, the takeaway for me is Sam Darnold made himself some money 
if you get him to Minnesota, if you get him to Atlanta, Atlanta, maybe like if you get him to that situation, all of a sudden he becomes a valuable quarterback. I don't think it's going to be the Mitch Trubisky situation where he was kind of persona non grata backs up Josh Allen for a year and then goes and signs a two year, $14 million deal or wherever it was with the, with the Steelers. I don't think it's going to be like that. Uh, I, I think he has a real chance to earn himself like a legitimate, like you said, like a Baker may maybe not, maybe not even a Baker Mayfield contract, maybe more than that, where it's a legitimate, like starting NFL quarterback contract. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Not ruling that's it out. That's a lot. I don't mean that. I that that's going to come across bad. I don't mean like a top end, top of market contract. I mean like no, like ten, twelve million a year. Yes, yeah, so, something like that to be a bona to be a bona fide starter. Like he is QB one day one. I have a take um, that's unrelated, but it got, I, I thought about it a little bit, and I've I've thought about it for for most of the second half of the season um, in relation to Brock Purdy's arm strength. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. If you want to aggregate this, go ahead. Aggregators who listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> Brock Purdy's lack of elite arm strength might be a good thing because he throws perhaps the most catchable ball in the NFL. So because he's not throwing laser beams and... that are really difficult to catch and because he's accurate, he is an extremely he just throws extremely catchable passes that allow for the yak numbers to be what they are or that help the the yak numbers be what they are his lack of arm strength is a good thing <laughs> boy okay um no i'm going to i'm going no i can't i can't get on board with this take if they if this was the first year that they were good at yak, then maybe we'd have something here. But sure. no, nah, I can't I can't get on board with that. I need to I wish But you saw you saw when in the Cardinals game in Arizona when Brock had to leave with the stinger. Mm-hmm. Was it the first pass that Sam Darnold threw to George Kittle that he couldn't hang on to? Yeah. Because it was just had way too much heat on it. Was that, you know what it did? It did make me think for a second. And then I realized that it was probably just an adjustment. Like when you face a guy who's thumbing (laughs) 82 and then a reliever comes in, he's throwing 98. Like that first fastball looks like 114. You know? I don't know. know? I think to a man, if you were to talk to Brock Purdy's pass catchers, they would say like, yeah, he's, he throws really catchable passes. It helps us. That's because Brock Purdy's pass catchers all rock with him like crazy. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear Debo Samuel talking about him on the K Adams show? What's it called? Up and Adams. Uh, Up I mean, and Adams. I haven't heard this week's iteration. What do you say? Oh, he just talked about how much they how much they love Brock Purdy because of how much joy he plays with and how excited he gets and how much he loves football and makes them love football. It's like, good lord. Guys just out here doing it. Good. It's great. It's good for him. Good. It's, it's what you want. Let's pause the 49ers talk real quick and talk about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in America. It is my favorite way to watch sports. It has greatly enhanced the sports watching experience, and I think it'll do the same for you to uh 
to earn earn a little cash. So join us on Prize Picks. I'm telling you, it's not. And even like with basketball season, they do the specials leagues where they do like combo entries where it's like it'll be like Travis Kelsey and LeBron James, and it'll be more or less than 10 and a half combined three pointers and catches. It's a really fun thing, and it's such a cool way to to enhance your sports watching experience. So definitely join me and Chris. We can help you out with that. Prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Use promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. You can do it on the web. There's an app. I use the app. Super easy to use. You're going to love it. Please join us at Prizepicks. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Candlestick Chronicles, and I am so psyched to talk to you about HelloFresh. That's America's number one meal kit. Now, I know that you want to save money in the new year, and you want to eat better. You want to stress less. Well, that's what HelloFresh is here to help you with. They can do all three. So say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like. And the best part is it's delivered right to your front door. And I know you're sitting there and you're going, you know what, that sounds great, but I, I feel like I'm probably going to get the same recipes over and over again. I like to mix it up. Well, that's okay because you don't have to worry about that. HelloFresh has already had a ton of options, but now they have more options than ever before. You can dig into their biggest menu yet. They have over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle, any diet you're working with, any lifestyle you got. HelloFresh has got you covered. And Look, I'm telling you, I'm as busy as anybody as I know. My wife is as busy as anybody I know. We love HelloFresh. We get it directly to our door. We get three meals a week, and we just know, hey, dinner's taken care of. Even on the busiest nights, they have these quick and easy meals that we don't have an excuse now. We don't say like, oh, we don't have time to grocery shop. Oh, we don't have time to cook that. It HelloFresh takes care of all of it. And I am not a cook. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm not a chef. I am like not not good at cooking straight up no matter how how many video tutorials no matter how much chopped i watch i i, I am not a good cook but HelloFresh makes it super easy it's a step-by-step recipe card they give you there's images there's words no matter what type of learner you are it, you can you can do it i promise because i can do it i cook the heck out of some HelloFresh, and i am not a skilled chef in any way shape or form so i know that you'll be able to do it too Go to HelloFresh.com slash candlestick free and use code candlestick free for free breakfast for life. That's right. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash candlestick free with code candlestick free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Yo, it's your homies Kyle and Chris for lamb chops sglambchops.com is the website they are the official clothing brand of candlestick chronicles and follow them on instagram at sglambchops because they have some really cool looking stuff that your bland ass boy over here is not very good at styling on his own and so i pop over to the instagram i see how other people are are dressing themselves in uh maybe it's the Maybe it's the wolf shorts or the lion shorts, or maybe it's a pair of joggers, or maybe it's an ash gray hoodie that you and I love so much. And I I base my outfits off of that, and it always makes me look dope, which is the single most important thing. And it's also comfortable. It's also high quality. It's super stylish. They're conversation starters, honestly. They also have kids uh, kids sizes on here, too. Yes, 
that and everything's correct. unisex uh yeah. we, we should point out also so yeah. um no matter if you're a man or woman these clothes will look great on you or a child or a child they have children's sizes and a lot of their <laughs> stuff as well use promo code candlestick 20 today to get 20 percent off your order or you can do it tomorrow or whenever candlestick 20 is a promo code any day of the week to get 20 percent off your order from sglambchops.com uh shout out to them we really appreciate their support and uh we would appreciate it if you support them by going to sglambchops.com and ordering some dope comfortable high quality clothing join the herd today real quick uh and this is according to knbr's um instagram feed the Mm. niners have 13 players who are leading their positions in pro bowl voting Uh uh-uh 15 15 15 where what's your source i believe that to be the case uh matt barrows of the athletic okay we rock with barrows is this on twitter yeah, it's on Matt Barrow's X, Twitter. X formerly Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um and then if my internet wants to load, I can actually grab the actual like list that got sent out by the NFL. Okay. I'm not gonna not to spend time on the pod scrolling, but I will I will read off uh the 13 that KMBR is reporting. Okay. Um you have I'll tell Brock you Purdy. Great. Brock Purdy. Uh, who is apparently the leading vote getter in all of uh, Pro Bowl voting? Which is That's wild. correct. Yep. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Charvarius Mooney Ward, Aaron Banks. Interesting. Mitch Wishnowski. I mean, about time. Uh, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Jake Brendel, Trent yep. Williams, Eric Armstead, George Kittle, Kyle Uzcheck, and of course our guy, friend of the pod, uh, Tabor Pepper. Did you get Mitch Wishnowski? Yep. Um, did you get Ray Ray McLeod? Oh, did not. Yeah, Ray Ray is he's the leading vote getter for punt returners. Um oh, I'm sorry, he is sorry, he is second in return specialist. I have lied to you and I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. I messed up. I messed up. Okay. It's my bad. Appreciate you being accountable. Yeah, I always hold myself accountable. Yeah. Unlike some head coaches I can think of. Yeah, got him. <laughs> Fried his ass. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Aaron, shout, Aaron out Banks, to the, shout out to the, the faithful for pulling up for the fan vote. Aaron Banks a pro bowler in your opinion? Sure. Huh. Jake Brendel? I, I'm going to, here's here's my very, I'm trying to be better about this. <laughs> I've ground, grinded. I have grinded zero seconds of any other team left guard tape. Oh, sure. So Aaron Banks, to me, is a pro bowler because he's the only left guard I pay attention to. He's the best left guard you've watched closely all year. Although although John Feliciano's done a really <laughs> nice job there. Is Aaron Banks a system left guard? Let's talk about it. <laughs> is John Feliciano the Sam Darnold of left guards? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like Brock Purdy's probably going to finish second in MVP, second or third. Niners might have two two of the top three MVP candidates. 
Hmm. Are votes due after week 18? I would imagine so. I think it depends on what Josh Allen and slash or Tua do against one another in that AFC East showdown. If Josh Allen goes and throws for 500 yards and four touchdowns and runs in another touchdown to win the AFC East, I think he gets a bunch of votes. Unless they've already, unless they're already due, but that'd be crazy. I think they're due after. No, I don't think they're due before the end of the season. That would be silly. Yeah. So I I think Josh Allen could sneak in there because people really, really badly want to make Josh Allen an MVP candidate. So that wouldn't, (laughs) that wouldn't shock me. And maybe like same, same, same deal with Tua and Tyreek Hill. If one of those guys just really lights it up in that game, maybe they, and they win the AFC East because of it, then maybe, maybe they get it. But yeah, I think Brock Purdy's top three. Top three. Um, yeah, McCaffrey can't add to his case, but he's still going to be, I think, the only skill guy who goes over 2,000 yards from scrimmage this year. Mm-hmm. It's pretty decent. Sounds like it. He's all right. Pretty good. Pretty good little season. Pretty good I went from season. I went from writing about all these 49ers team records that could go down because I was just so sure that one of the Lions or Eagles were going to win on Sunday and mm. make this game matter. So it's like, man, the passing touchdowns record, the scrimmage yards record, the total touchdowns record, like all these different things. And then all that stuff goes that way. Brock Purdy's now done for the season, for the regular season. Christian McCaffrey's done for the regular season. Uh, Debo Samuel's probably not going to get to his thousand yards receiving uh, to give him three one thousand yard receivers. It's just a whole. It's like, well, never mind then. It's all done now. It was. I, I did not go into the weekend thing. Like I thought there was maybe a fifteen percent chance the Niners would end up with the one seed. Oh, dude, we were we were talking about it in in our text thread with our favorite uh, cast member Nick Wagner. It was. There was a a point where Washington is going down to score and make it a three-point game against the 49ers in the third quarter while the Eagles are in the process of thrashing the Cardinals. And it was like, man, not only is Week 18 going to matter, but the 49ers could very well lose that game and wind up playing a wild-card weekend and they're super banged up. Like, this is not going the right direction. That's how how it kind of felt. And then Traverius Ward gets that interception – and the Eagles defense does whatever it was doing. And here we are. <laughs> it's just such an insane turnaround in like 25 minutes of game time. The Eagles defense was existing Can we, some level. Hey, <laughs> hey, I know this isn't 49ers related. Sorry, everybody. But can we old takes exposed every person that was like, <laughs> Howie Roseman has done it again. When they traded for Kevin Byard, who I like a lot, I, I used to do TitansWire.com. I I was there You're for a the huge Kevin, Titans guy, a big known Titans big guy. Titans guy. Everybody knows it. The Titans community has been missing you dearly. They really they really have. There's a whole bit in the Titans group chat I'm still in about hashtag Our Niners because they're big <laughs> Niners guys now because it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like well, the 49ers are the team Mike Vrabel wants to be, but that's a different conversation there was this whole like freak out about the Eagles getting Kevin Byard and how does Howie Roseman do it? There were podcasts about how he GMs and he's on the phone all the time. And that's how you get Kevin Byard for nothing. And Oh my God, look at his draft and Holy crap. They got you. Oh, this is. And now we're here and they're going to be a five seed 
<laughs> and they're and the vibes are bad. Like if they lost in the first round to Tampa Bay, would you be floored? No, I would be a not... small. I would be a small amount surprised. Compared to where I thought the Eagles were, like in October, yes, I would be floored. Right now, no, I wouldn't be. Honest. Right, based on based on the last five weeks, yeah. you're not shocked. And so I just I don't know. I there was a there was a lot of like, whoops, send the Lombardi to Philly when they got Kevin Byard, and now their defense still stinks. They're turning to Matt Patricia as their defensive coordinator. I don't know. Whose idea was that? Was that Sirianni's? Boy, I hope not. Thanks. Yeah, it's a, it looks like you're wearing an Eagles t-shirt, by the way. I had that thought. Um, actually, <laughs> I've actually, I've had this t-shirt forever. I love it. It's, it's a, a good, it's um, a, it's a great t-shirt. Yeah, it's, but it's not an Eagles shirt. It's just, it undefeated. It's a some Kelly collab. Green Eagle. Undefeated did some collab with some artist who like who painted this eagle and they put it on a shirt and it's been like one of my favorite shirts for like a decade and it's somehow like still in good shape. Um, so anyway, it's a great uh, shirt. Yeah, but it's not it's not a Philadelphia Eagles related right. shirt. Anyway. I wore it. I wore it during future Eagle um, Bob Lang. Shout out to Bob Lang. I wore it to 49ers practice one time. Uh, the week of the Niners playing the Eagles. Oh, you and Bob it. was like pissed at me. And then Bob left the 49ers to go work for the Eagles. <laughs> Later. He dude, he was projecting. He was big time projecting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, yeah. I like, Bob, no. I didn't even think about it. This is not a Philadelphia Eagles shirt. It's just a black shirt with a green eagle on it. <laughs> it's not a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles shirt. It's just a black shirt. With the Eagles colors and their mascot on it. <laughs> it says fly Eagles fly, but like, it's not actually an <laughs> Eagles shirt. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's just something I see and put on, but <laughs> not that much thought went into it. No. Yeah. Never. Um, no, all I right. Just, hey, d- we're, we're all on board that the 49ers are going to win no postseason awards, right? Um, like Shanahan's definitely yeah. not winning coach of the year. Could Kevin John Stefanski has earned the shit out of that, by the way. I got, depending on how you feel about Brock Purdy. Um, I mean, I think Shanahan has a compelling, if you think Brock Purdy sucks, then Shanahan has to be the coach. Of the no, year. I, no, I'm, I, I'm with you, but I don't, I don't think enough people yeah. think that, but I also don't Could, think anybody thinks he's the MVP anymore, which find like Lamar Jackson has again, earned the heck out of it. Could John Lynch get executive? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Who's who's getting it? It's not Whoever be Houston's Howie. GM is. Nick Casario. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Probably something like that. Because CJ Stroud fell to them at two. In the offseason. And, and, and they and they made the move up to get Will Anderson, and Will Anderson had a nice year. And they hired D'Amico Ryans, and they hired Bobby Slug. Like, they just they, – the, Houston pushed all the right buttons. Okay. But Still might miss the playoffs. They might. There's a real chance of it. It's kind of wild that the – and we can talk about this more Thursday, but it's kind of wild that the, the, the Bills could either win the AFC East or miss the playoffs. Like half the teams in the AFC South? Yeah. Or all the teams in the or not three of the teams in the AFC South. Right. 
Are there any teams in the AFC South aside from Carolina who are out of it? No. They're all Tampa Bay is in with a win. And then if Tampa Bay loses, then Falcon Saints is for the division. And they play each other. And they play each other, but Tampa Bay plays Carolina. Okay. In Carolina. In Carolina. Tough place yeah. to win. Uh, Ask the Falcons. Yeah. Really? Hey man. <laughs> I'm not I'm not calling it, but like and but put it like this. Any sub five or like any mid NFL team losing anywhere is not surprising. That's a good point. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's fair. If you're a mid NFL team, you're capable of losing any game. That's what makes you mid. Yeah. They're having so, a mid off. I'm not, I would never That's pick Tampa Saints Bay to, to lose. I like, I would never pick Carolina, but like, I would. You're not picking Carolina, but you're not confidently betting on Tampa Bay either. Yeah. I'm, that, if I was a betting person, that's a stay away. Anyways, that's fair. Um, Let's you have any here. you have any predictions for Kings Magic tonight? I'm about to about to head over to G1C. Yeah, I think the Magic have a lot of the length and athleticism that that bothers the Kings. Okay. And frankly, I think that was an underrated part of their performance against the Hornets. Like, say what you will about the Hornets, they stink. But <laughs> it's a lot of six seven athletes, and that gives yeah. the Kings problems. And Orlando has a lot of big athletes. Um, But given how poorly the Kings played against Charlotte, I think we see an inspired effort against a Magic team that's on the back end of a road back-to-back. And I think the Kings get a dub tonight. I think they get off the back-to-back schneid. Yeah. I mean, here's... (laughs) It's wild that it feels like the Kings eventually should get over that, that point where it's like, okay we're just going to be better than this team that we should beat. Mm -hmm. But there's no matter where the Kings are at, how confident you feel, you still cannot feel great about them hosting an undermanned bad team. Right, dude. That's what, that's what somebody, somebody today on ESPN 1320 Sacramento sports leader. uh, Somebody said today in our, in our YouTube chat, they were like, this team is Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know which one they are. And it's like, no, this is what they are. Like, are you confident that this team is going to be a better team than a playoff team four nights out of seven, four times? And like, no, not even close. And yeah. that's the problem. So, anyways. Helps when your $40 million a year center doesn't turn the ball over 11 times. That, hmm. Yeah. Tough. Anyway. Tough. All right. Well, we'll we'll report back Thursday with more Kings takes. Oh, people are going to be so fired <laughs> up, dude. Watch uh, out, James Ham. We're coming for you. And I'll have some more on the road next week. Can't wait. I'll, I'll bring my mic with me. See if I can. That's going to be that's going to be a tough road trip. But oh, hey, when we Mike get off when, when we get offline here, I got to ask you about your travel schedule. But anyways, okay. Uh, thanks, everybody. YouTube.com slash at. Candlestick Chronicles podcast or just on YouTube search Candlestick Chronicles right there. Please subscribe to the channel. Hit the little notification bell. You'll get a notification whenever we go live, which we do after every single 49ers game and also a couple times during the week. And then subscribe to the podcast as well. Um, Wherever you get your podcast, you can find Candlestick Chronicles. Uh, Please subscribe, rate, review, do all that jazz. We would appreciate it greatly. We will be back for a preview, I guess. 
discuss the 49ers and Rams showdown on week 18. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.